Welcome to the Walkers and Talkers podcast. I'm David Brody from Elvis Strand in the Morning Show, and that is Jamie from Light FM. Hi, Jamie. Good morning. I think this is episode 21, right? Yes, I flew by. I can't believe we're that many deep. <laughs> I'm off this week, so I'm sitting in my car, so it's nice and quiet. So if my sound quality is not great, I apologize. But we uh, we didn't want to take a week off, even though when Jamie went away, we took a week off. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's okay. And uh, watching the uh, watching Fear the Walking Dead this week, I I was reminded that the theme song we just played is last season's theme song. But I really don't like this season's theme song because it's kind of short. So uh, with permission granted uh, of our audience, hopefully they don't mind. Yeah. I like using the one from last season. The one that goes, <laughs> I feel that's creepy enough. And the new one is, is okay. Maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll switch. To right? be honest, I didn't even realize it was different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, then I guess nobody, maybe nobody else did. And I maybe didn't. no one else did either. <laughs> All right. So uh, Fear the Walking Dead Season 2, Part 2, Episode 9, Los Muertos. The name of the gang that we see in in, uh, in this episode. Uh, first off, did, did you like this week? I did. I this was intense. I think I stopped breathing like the last five minutes. <laughs> what was it about the last ten minutes that got to you? Well, first of all, we didn't know where um, Ophelia went, and then right. Alicia was all by herself, and then everyone was the all the walkers were falling off the balconies, and then Strand and Madison couldn't have been any more stupid. Okay, 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 okay. okay. So the whole episode. Okay. Yeah, I like let's, everything. Let's let's work our way up to that. So first and foremost, for me, I thought it was better than than last week. Me too. There was oh, a lot more action. Yeah, last week was all Nick wandering around and uh, not doing much, and uh, I thought last week's episode should have been this week's episode, and this week's episode should have been the to kick off to the second part of the season. Agreed. Stuff actually happened, and the whole cast was involved. Yes. Where last week it was all just Nick, and you know we we got to meet Luciano, which was fine. But this was a more action-packed episode, at least in terms of there was some action. Totally, so, and Nick is quite the smooth talker too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So let, well, let's let's start from the beginning. He wakes up in the infirmary next to a woman who's hacking up blood and who looks like she's not long for this world. Oh, no. He walks outside. Nobody's in the town. The town's empty. And he finds a little girl. Uh, coincidentally, he finds the only girl that matters in this storyline. <laughs> yes. And, and she's watching the townspeople who are now in the scene that we've seen a hundred times in all the previews, which is the walkers are on one side of the fence with the bus that goes through the fence. Yep. And the town is on the other side. And this guy who looks perfectly healthy... We later find out he was infected, or they claim he was infected. He walks through the bus and gives himself up to the walkers, and they eat him. Uh, and he sounds like he's in a lot of pain. That little girl, she's like, me, papa. And I was like, oh, God, don't look. It was horrible. It kind of turns her head like, don't uh, look at your father being eaten for some ritual that they believe in. Uh, which Luciana explains later that he was infected and he's doing it to protect the village. But it sounded like... It almost sounded like it was also like throwing a virgin into the volcano. Yeah. Because she believes, and the town believes, thanks to Alejandro, the pharmacist, pretending to be a doctor, that the dead are walking through to their final resting place, much like Celia believed it in the compound. Yes. That they're going to their final resting place. I have no idea what that means. He almost has like a cult following. It's creepy. Why do they have to walk anywhere to go to their final? There's no honorable resting place that they go to. Except maybe Montana, <laughs> where they're walking to. And they, like, and, and how does so? They claim that guy was bitten. Nick is like, and Nick 
again, I'm jumping ahead, but Nick was sort of like normal for a second, saying that doesn't make any sense to me. Why would you do that? Exactly. And he doesn't believe it, which is good, because he was starting to get a little cuckoo for Cocoa Pops last week. He was, but now he looked like, whoa, what the hell is going on here? So while he's living this life, Madison and Strand are looking for Nick, and Strand is like, listen, we're not going to find him. You know, we got to go back to the boat for supplies. We have water on the boat. Let's go back to the boat. Maybe Nick will go back to the boat. We, we can't hang out here. We're scavenging. We have no food. So they go back to the Abigail, and it's not there. Nope. <laughs> now, Strand thinks the military took the boat when they got off of it because all those boats were in the harbor at the time. Yeah, he thinks now the, the military was watching them and waiting them to get off. Right. So now there's no boat, no supplies, no nothing. When they went to commercial, um, they played a commercial for The Walking Dead, which, uh, oh, sorry, I could sidetrack for a second. And it looked like the saviors were attacking the hilltop. Did you catch that? I, I fast-forwarded through the commercial. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to fill you in on the commercials. Okay. <laughs> after, now, I normally zap through the commercials also, but I slow down for the Walking Dead ones. Okay. So Stephen Ogg, the actor who plays the mouthpiece of the saviors, yes. the last episodes with the mustache, he looks like he's leading a small attack group on the hilltop. Oh, boy. Now, in the comics, after Negan kills who he kills in the comics, Dwight and his group had already, or in the same time, were attacking Alexandria. And then, what's the guy's name? Uh, Deanna's son? Oh, Spencer. Right. Spencer captures Dwight in the comics. And then when Rick and the group get back, they realize Dwight's one of the saviors. They tell Spencer, let him go, let him go, let him go. Yeah. Right? But it wouldn't make any sense for them to attack Alexandria now because they've already basically beaten Alexandria by killing whoever they kill. And so I think what they do in, in the TV show is instead they realize that the hilltop gave them up or ratted them out or something. Yeah, Jesus threw them under the bus. Yeah, so um, it looks like they go and attack the hilltop. And in the trailer that they played for The Walking Dead on Talking Dead, they showed a scene of Jesus fighting with zombies and there were fires burning, so it's possible they opened the gates and let zombies come into the hilltop. So that's what that commercial looked like to me. Okay. All right, back to Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> there was that fake-out scene from all the trailers we saw with Strand ringing the bell at the front desk of the hotel. Yes. And then they cut to the bar scene where all the zombies were, were, were attacking the bar. But in all the trailers, it looked like he rang the bell, and that's what caused all the zombies, all the walkers, to come to the hotel front desk. No. Major, major fake out. Yeah. <laughs> Another one of their edits to make it look like something else was happening. Oh, they always do that to us. So I was glad to see that he wasn't completely crazy. Luciana and Nick, this, this scene I like. They go into town. She takes Nick on a um, supply run, right? And so they're trading drugs to this really bad gang for water, for supplies. Yes. Right? And apparently they're in charge of a supermarket. Yeah, a super, supermarket, and they're also like holding people there who are sick and taking care of them. Right. It's like what they have is food and supplies, but they don't have drugs. Yes. So Luciana tells Nick, don't look at these people. They're crazy. They'll kill you. Don't don't mess around. And she says, here are the drugs, and I want my two cart of water. And the guy says one cart, which wasn't the deal, right? Yeah, he goes, so, now, the, now the deal is one cart. Right. What, whatever fits. Right. Typical prick move, whatever fits in the cart. Which, by the way, I'm going to reference later because it didn't make any sense to me. So the two of them go inside, and they fill up the cart. And Nick grabs, like, a package of cookies or something, a pink, orange, orange package. Yeah. And she says, only take what we need. Don't take any other crap. So 
she starts loading up the cart with water jugs and, and whatever else she puts in. It was mostly water. And he's being watched by these guards walking around. And they go outside, and, the guy, and they're walking away with the one cart of water. And the guy yells something in Spanish, like, stop that guy. He's trying he, to pull one over on us, they said. Right. They chump him, and you find out that he stole the cookies or whatever. He put them in his back pocket. <laughs> yeah. So they're about to cut his hand off, which is the scene we saw from last week. It looked like they were going to almost cut his whole arm off. Yeah. Now, you and I talked about how were they going to cut his hand off, like Rick got his hand yes. cut Yes. Again, all speculation, and still, nobody's getting killed in the show, and nobody's getting wounded. No. So, You're right. Yeah, uh, no one has really been wounded. I feel like someone has to die next week. I, I feel like that, that that's going to happen. Yeah, well, we see Travis and Chris next week, it looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to that, because it looks like we, we may have a problem there. So... They're going to cut Nick's hand off. Luciana really doesn't come to his defense. She's sort of like, what did you do? Like, like you idiot. Is that, is that really the time to bash him and don't pile him? Mm-hmm. So he had seen the bad guy, the lead bad guy's sister sick in the supermarket. And so he says, is that your sister in there? And so Luciana translates because, oh, by the way, Luciana speaks English. Yes, yeah, uh, she does. <laughs> she does, yeah. He basically says to him, you need drugs, and if you kill me, you'll never get drugs. If you cut my hand off, you need drugs. Your sister's going to die. You better be nice to us. Yeah, he's like, we have Oxy, and you need Oxy. And if you don't let me go, we're going to take our business elsewhere. Right, you'll never get Oxy. Yeah, and then the guy oh. let him go. Well, not only that, but he says, and you know what else? We want two carts of water, you prick, basically. Oh, he, that was a ballsy move. Ballsy move, but you know what? He knew he had the upper hand. Yep, and he worked that. They got the guy gave him the second uh, cart full of water. Now here's my question: If you can fit in the cart and take whatever fits in the cart, wh- why couldn't he just put the cookies in the cart? That's you know, he... I thought that too. I thought Luciana, you know what? The cookies are so damn small; it could just right. like lay on top of a water jug. Right. It wasn't like the deal was for water only. It was whatever fits. Whatever in the he cart. wanted. So all he had to do was take the cookies out of his back pocket and throw them in the cart and go, okay. Exactly. I guess they wanted to see the play out, you know, or maybe have him say it fits in the cart and then say, but you were dishonest, you stole, like something, explain it. Yeah. It seemed like a cheap way out to say, you know, he stole the cookies. And then we find out later that the cookies were for the little girl. You know, that was really sweet. It was really sweet. They were for the little girl. And then Alejandro gave him a speech about how, you know, that's stupid and you shouldn't risk your life. And then he told him, basically, if you ever do stupid stuff like that again, I'll kill you. Yeah, he said, I'll, what did he say? I'll feed you to the walkers through that bus or the wall? Yeah, basically that. I, I, the exact quote was, uh, you know, I, I, he was basically, I'll kill you. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or you'll die. Yeah. So uh, Alejandro is now a little leery of Nick, even though, you know, he basically got them twice as much water. Luciana's problem was that, now they know who we are, and now they, they may want to follow us one day, or they may want to, you know, like, invade our village or something. Exactly, so yeah. That. She was terrified they were going to follow them home. <laughs> it seems to me like they're supposed to be the saviors of this show. One thing we learned uh, about Madison and Strand is they were getting drunk at the bar. Madison is from Alabama. We thought maybe she was from Georgia. That's right. I thought of you because I thought, oh, it's not Georgia. It's Alabama. Now, she's still from the southeast of America. Yes, so it doesn't mean she still couldn't be related to somebody. That's true. Although I would have preferred if they said Georgia, because then everybody would be like, Georgia! Oh, they, they would have hooked people so hard if they said that. Nope, they said Alabama. So anyway, still same part of the country, close enough, I guess. So uh, while Strand and Alicia are are making are getting drunk at the bar, um, there's one part where Strand says, you know, if things were different, if he didn't have Tom, if Madison wasn't married, you know, he could see himself basically hooking up with Madison. 
And he's like, I seduce people. When he goes, I'm a seducer of people, I'm like, oh, my God. And Domingo Coleman even admitted that that was such a cheesy line. (laughs) Yeah. Now, in real life, Domingo Coleman is gay. And on the show, you and I weren't sure if he was gay or if he was just using Thomas for his rich, his, his, his wealth and his power. And this sort of gave me the impression that he's either bisexual or he'll sleep with anyone if he's attracted to them or if he's got something that he can benefit in some way. I kind of got the second vibe, like he will do whatever he has to do to get what he wants. So I'm still confused by him. (laughs) So they're still getting drunk at the bar. Ophelia and Alicia, uh, they're searching the hotel rooms for supplies. And it looks like a lot of the rooms that have walkers in them have do not disturb signs on them. Also, I just want side note. Ophelia had a weapon, but Alicia was walking around with absolutely no protection. Well, we it looked like she had no protection. And then in the trailer for next week, she has protection, which we'll, we'll get to at the end. I saw that, but yeah. not. I wouldn't be walking around empty-handed, though. Yeah, were they going to just outrun people in the hallways? I, yeah, you know, yeah I, don't I don't know. Something. I found that kind of weird. So it looks like somebody's marking the hotel rooms that have do not disturb signs. Yeah. Walkers. So somebody's found a way to get the walkers into rooms somehow. Yes. So they go into a room that looks like it's safe. It has a, please make up my room sign on the door. <laughs> and there's some supplies. I think she said there was only peanuts in the fridge. Because she's like, oh, they go for peanut allergies. They didn't take these. Yep. And in the bathroom is a guy who hung himself. Mm. So now he's a walker, obviously. and he's But he's <laughs> struck his neck to the shower. He can't get out. Right. So there, Alicia's wondering to Ophelia why he would do that, why he would give up. And Ophelia sort of starts crying because she feels like her whole family's dead, that she would consider giving up as well. Yeah, she goes, maybe he was tired. And Alicia's like, tired of what? And uh, Ophelia's like, surviving. And Alicia just can't seem to grasp that concept. Right. Alicia obviously is someone who's going to survive. She's a fighter. She's a fighter. Where I could see Ophelia just falling backwards into a bunch of walkers and giving up. Ophelia actually said, we're not going to make it. We're not going to make it. And I hope hope that she turns around, especially long enough your father yeah uh daniel because your father's not dead no and producers have said he won't be back this season but that's so he comes back next season she hopes she's alive to see it because or if she kills herself and then like a day later he shows up oh that would be bad (laughs) she says to alicia um there's still hot water if you want to shower so she goes in the shower and when she comes out ophelia's gone she's just gone no nowhere to be found there's bodies falling off the balconies. Um, did you well, think I, Did you think body number one was her for just a half a second? No, because I didn't think she'd go upstairs to then jump. Oh, I thought for a split second like Chris Harrison did that. Uh, no, not Chris Harrison. Oh, my God, that's The Bachelor. What am I thinking? <laughs> no, Chris Hardwick. <laughs> when she went to look down, I thought maybe she'd see Ophelia at the bottom also. Okay. I didn't think that was Ophelia jumping because she was high enough to jump from there and still die. That's true. Anyway... So these bodies are falling to the ground, jumping. They're not jumping on windows. They're walking too quickly towards the balcony and falling over it. Now, why these walkers weren't falling until the stars of the show show up, I have no idea. Well, it was because, uh, as we were saying earlier, Strand did a really stupid move in the ballroom. Oh, because he was playing piano. He started playing that off-key piano as loud as he could, and they all were just flocking toward that sound. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, thank you. I'm glad we do this Because it kind of stirred up the people that were, like, the, the walkers that were stagnant in the rooms, right. and then they those, heard the piano. Those were, those were, I saw the walkers across the street in the store, and they were behind the locked door, and they were going crazy. 
but I guess I didn't put two and two together. So the walkers were falling out like 30 floors, landing on the ground, and because they're walkers, getting up, and they all start walking towards the bar. Yep, because they heard that piano. They heard the piano because he was playing like a drunk idiot. <laughs> yeah. Alicia ran into the hallway looking for Ophelia. She finds walkers in the hallway, and it looks like in the scenes from next week, she locks herself back in a room as the walkers are all in the hallway. But then the scene is they're all, like, almost on top of her. The, she was counting the walkers that were going by, because I guess she was going to run out in the hallway and, 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 and try to get away. And she's playing with a butterfly knife, and she's flipping it around like she's learning how to use it. And so walker after walker are walking past the door, and she's marking the door. Again, these are scenes from next week that were on The Talking Dead. Yeah. And then she looks at the people a third time or fourth time, and there's a walker screaming, like, at the peephole. Oh, Like it it sensed she was behind the door. Yeah, they knew it. That looks like a fun scene because she's trapped and she's got to fight her way out. Yeah. Um, Now, uh, everybody, uh, all the walkers around the bar, Madison and Strand, try to fight as many as they can. Luckily, it's a horseshoe-shaped bar and they're they're in the bar now and they're surrounded what looks like happy hour. They're all (laughs) like they want a drink. You know, oh like my uh, God. they all want to order a beer and they can't get the attention of the bartender. So I don't know how they're getting out of there, except we again, we'll get back to this. There are scenes from next week that, that maybe give us a clue how they get out. Um, let's get back to Alejandro and Nick. <clears throat> In the scene with Alejandro, um, we see him talking to Nick and he's talking about death and life and the walkers and the final resting place and how uh, um, I think Nick said something about that the guy who gave himself up, Papa. Yeah, Papa. He wasn't bit. He didn't see that he was bit. And then Alejandro alludes to the fact that just because you're bit doesn't mean you die. Yeah, because remember Luciana said, Alejandro was bit. I've seen it, and he's fine. And we're like, what? And then you he kind of bent over, and you kind of saw a healing bite mark on his shoulder. Right. Now, that, that can mean a couple of things. So here's my speculation for the podcast. Because they talked about it on Talking Dead. The Talking Dead theory was, Chris Hardwick said, with every disease, there's still always a few people on the planet that are immune to it, right? Yes. So it's possible Alejandro's immune to it. Alejandro thinks he's immune to it because he has faith. That, he yeah, he thinks it's all spiritual. Because he's, he, he's, it's spiritual. I think either he was bitten by somebody who wasn't infected. Ooh. Or... Or he was, or that's a wound that he's telling people is a bite, so that he can get followers to believe in him. He's so shady that makes total sense. Like I feel like that's not a Walker bite. I feel like it's something else. And he said, "Look, I was bitten, but my faith kept me alive." And then they were all. He had almost was like a preacher, basically. Yeah. At the end, and they were all following him and repeating what he was saying, and he has his following now. But actually, that theory is brilliant because he probably it's probably not a walker bite, and he says, and he's lying about it and saying, look, have faith. We're not going to die. It's not our time. Right, right. And I, guess, I think we'll probably see a flashback as to how that wound happened. But he's definitely running those people like a cult. Oh, totally. Which is similar to Celia at the compound. These people are very religious. And they're looking to their religion for solace, which I totally get. If that's what gives them peace, but it may get them killed. Like they're and they're, and they're, again, they're, they're they're sacrificing people that aren't dying or that look. Listen, if you if that guy Papa in the in the bus <laughs> was really dying, then put him out of his misery and don't make him die from bites. Unless uh, you really think that that you're you're paying tribute to the to the dead. Exactly, that's and the, the, there was also the the sick guy in the wheelchair 
who said, I'm, di- get- I'm dying, you know, don't give me any more medication, save it. And Alejandro goes, uh, we'll see about tomorrow. But he's injecting the poor man with saline, so he's not giving him any medication. It's all mental. Right, he's thinking he's keeping it well. Now, I don't think the guy was saying he's going to die. Was, or was he saying that, you know, I don't know what he was saying. He, he said I won't be here. After, he basically you know, knows he's on his way out, and he's saying save the medication for someone that needs it. Right, right. But he's really not getting medication because uh, Alejandro was just shooting up with saline. Well, the power of the mind and power of the Yeah, mind. exactly. So, so there you go. Looking at the scenes from next week, we talked about this a little bit earlier. Um, Alicia's surrounded by walkers in a room, and the balcony's behind her, and she has to fight her way out. So either they got in the door or they followed her from the hallway. But she clearly gets out because we see her in another scene somewhere else in the hotel. She's back in the lobby, and she's talking to a woman with an axe that we don't know. And there's a man in a blue hoodie that we don't know. And she's asking them, where is she? Well, I'm assuming she, they're talking about Ophelia. Yeah. But these people must be the people that live at the hotel. They must be that group of survivors. And they must have been the ones that locked the walkers up in the rooms. Put the signs on the doors. Point, they must have rescued Strand and uh, Madison. And they may or may not know where Ophelia is. We don't know. Ophelia may have wandered off. To kill herself, we don't know. Uh, she may be one of these, like, Beth, where we don't find her for a couple of episodes. I remember There's... on Talking Dead a few weeks ago, they were saying that she's on the verge of a mental breakdown. So she, we may not see her for a while. Yeah, I, you know, she may lock herself in a hotel room. Who knows what, what you know. I, I could take her or leave her one way or another, so, you know. I, I, I think she might go soon-ish. Well, actually, maybe not, because Daniel is still alive, so. Right. It may, it may be more dramatic if she dies right before we see him or she gets to see him again. Yeah. Uh, we see Travis and Chris, get they're hiding somewhere and they get found by a group of people. And then they're in a room or some kind of barn. And Chris has a gun. Travis doesn't. And there's two guys with guns pointing at them. And then, again, you know how editing is on this show. Uh, Chris fires the gun. And then they show us a scene with Travis walking alone on a road. Oh, and his so, feet. Remember how destroyed his feet were? He's limping so badly still. So we don't know if he got away and, and Chris is dead, if Chris is captured, if Chris went to get a car. I am not going to believe any editing anymore on any trailers or, <laughs> or previews or anything. I, uh, I honestly wouldn't be super sad, though, if Chris bit it. Yeah, but I, I hope it's somewhere how dramatic because he's a pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like, though, he's got to come around. Like, I feel like right now he's Shane. Oh, he totally is Shane. He's snapped. He's, in, he's a jerk. I think he's got to kill. I, got, I think he's got to do something stupid that gets his father killed. Oh. And then he has to straighten up, maybe. I don't yeah. Know. Um, Alicia, again, it jumps around, so we don't know the order. They show Alicia jumping into an elevator shaft onto the cables of the elevator. Oh, yeah, I and saw that. That's crazy. So, and, then, and then there's the creepy part. We see Alicia um, bang on a white door asking for help. Now, it's not a hotel room door, and so we don't know what the, where the door is, but she's obviously being chased by walkers. Yeah. She's frantic. The door opens up, and there's light coming from the room, and she looks slightly surprised, and that's all we see. Which could be two episodes from now. <laughs> uh, I think it's next week, though, but it could be Ophelia in the room. I, I don't know who, who, who would surprise her. It could be a room full of survivors, these other people. Yeah. Who knows? Um, and then we watched The Talking Dead. Did you watch The Talking Dead? I watched most of it, yes. Most of it, okay, except you didn't see the commercials, right? No, not the commercials. So Carter was on from The Walking Dead. He's the jerk that didn't like Rick and wanted to overthrow Rick. Ethan Embry from Empire Records. Yeah, Ethan Embry, right. And then shortly after, a zombie eats his face, and then uh, uh, Rick kills him to put him out of his misery. That was one of my favorite Rick scenes of all time. Really? That was awesome. Why? Because he did the right thing or because he killed the prick? He just killed him and it was just such an awesome scene. I think I was like screaming at the TV. I was like, yes! Yeah, I think I think at one point you have to film yourself watching The Walking Dead. Oh, God. Or, or <laughs> <reaction> video. 
<laughs> or maybe just record the audio so we can play it on the podcast. Oh, man. I talked to myself the entire episode. Okay, so that's what I want you to do. <laughs> so you should record yourself watching the Negan episode of The Walking oh, Dead. Oh, God, you'll hear me ugly cry. Bring a digital recorder home. <laughs> Take the audio. Um, so Strand, uh, Coleman Domingo, and Madison Kim Dickens, the three of them were on. During the commercial, you may have missed it, they've been showing the beginning and the end commercials of everyone on The Walking Dead. So they show, like, at, in the beginning, and they show, you know, Rick in a coma, and then, you know, and then and then they, and then they, they show uh, scenes of him throughout the episode. Yeah, it's like all those, like, flashback uh, streamed together. Right, and then they show Negan, and they put the end, question mark. Ugh. So... This was Glenn. This was the Glenn version of the beginning end commercial. No. Where they show him uh, with the baseball cap from the first episode. And him climbing up the the building, fire escape to get away from the zombies. Yes. And and then falling in love with Maggie and proposing. and, And then, you know, does he die? Oh, that was, I did not like that. Yeah. Again, Chris Hardwick mentioned, wouldn't the cookies just fit in the cart? He found that stupid. <laughs> and that's it. And and so, overall, I thought it was a good week. Uh, finally, some things happened. Um, yeah. I'm curious to see who these other survivors are, because when there's other survivors, it rarely goes well. Nobody trusts anybody. People get killed. I feel like we haven't seen the last of Los Muertes. Exactly. And with this scene with uh, Madison and Strand, there's so many walkers. I wonder how many survivors there are, because you would need a lot to get rid of all of them. Yeah, unless you're them on fire but then you burn the hotel down yeah or they have a really good shot with a lot of ammo yeah or they or they make noise and trick them into the hotel pool but then you know oh i didn't think about that <laughs> so i guess what so so uh, overall i'm excited uh for another episode it's it's getting better there were definitely a couple of stinker episodes in the first half of the season and last week was a little bit slow so next week looks like it's exciting and i love that you're keeping a countdown of days until the walking dead returns i don't know when you're listening to this podcast but it's about 50 days yep it's about 50 uh, days right and so uh you may be more excited than i am uh, <laughs> i'm very excited about it so i'm so excited <laughs> we've got fear the walking dead to keep us busy yes so that's it episode 21 in the books uh i'm going back to my vacation enjoy and, yourself uh, <laughs> i will and, and our morning show returns on september 6th uh, have a good labor day and uh thanks for listening everybody thanks guys